Welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs took the practice field on Wednesday to begin preparation for this week's contest against the Buffalo Bills. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, tackle Orlando Brown, and linebacker Darius Harris. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Orlando Brown and Darius Harris. Here's Andy Reid. Injuries go. The guys who won't practice today are Cook uh, with a concussion, Fenton with a hamstring, hamstring uh, spasm, Lamons with a hip pointer, and then uh, Wharton. So, and then you saw where Stallworth was uh, elevated for Whitley. Um, and I think that's it. Wayne uh, Gallman, we brought on to the practice squad. Anyways, with that, we look forward to the challenge of playing the Bills. We, we know they're very well coached and very talented. And so we've got to have a good week of practice starting today. Anyways, with that, time's yours. What about uh, Trent? Yeah. Trent, uh, yes, he, he's back. Um, he'll, practice. Would, he'll practice, yeah. So this we start this 21-day window. Um, as far as Harrison Bucker, you're also expecting him to get on the field today as well? Yep. Andy, just, since the order of operations, we didn't check the day after the game. I was just wondering, if, did you get any sort of game report that indicated just from the officials on the Chris Jones call that whether or not they still stand by that? Yeah, I haven't gotten anything yet, no. You, along those same lines, <clears throat> every team has an opportunity to submit at least 10 plays to the NFL officiating department for clarification or feedback. Without trying to get you fined here, <laughs> is this a situation where you, you intend to submit a review on that? Uh, well, they'll, they'll let me know. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Andy, can that change coaching, uh, the way they're calling roughing the passer now? I think they'll, they'll, you know, normally the league, if there's a question on something, then they come out with a, a video of what can be done and what can't be done. So we'll see, see what goes there. Andy, I know, I know you've spoken about this before, but I, just in looking at the arc of Travis's career, um, I wonder if you could speak to just how he, how he came from. A, I don't know if wild would be the proper way to say it, but he, he certainly needed to be harnessed a little bit. I just wonder if you could track that arc a little bit to where he is now. Yeah, so Travis is a real smart kid, and um, he was the little brother. I had the big brother. He was the little brother. And sometimes the little brothers can get away with things and the big brothers can't. Um, but, listen, he he came here. He, yeah, he had he was a little bit wild, but he um, it was always in a fun, good way. Um, sometimes. So, But he's he's done well growing up. And he's doing a, doing a nice job now. Great, great leader. Very hard worker. And... Um, and that's been over uh, the last, I don't know how many years. You know, I mentioned to you, I can't even tell you how long ago it was, where he was a playoff captain, voted by his teammates as a playoff captain, how many ever years ago that was. So, were, you, were you still watching when he, he sort of pretended to start the dunk uh, ball of the goalpost? And at this stage of his career, do you know we won't do that? Or? Yeah, I didn't think he'd do that. <laughs> you ever call Jason back in the early years and say, hey, talk some sense into your brother? <laughs> That's tampering, so I can't. <laughs> and, you know, the, um, looking at Buffalo's pass rush, it, it appears to be one of the best in the league. I just wonder what sort of sets them apart from maybe teams that you 
guys have played so far this season? Yeah, well, I, I think if you look at all their positions, they're um, they're they're solid and very you know they're good players at all the positions. Um, you don't see a lot of weaknesses there. Uh, they're well coached. They they understand the scheme. I mean, they've been doing it now for a while, and they they've got it. And so, you know, that's a that's all part of it. And and Leslie uh, is a phenomenal football coach. So I mean, he, he's got them playing hard, aggressive. You know, understanding the scheme. Your your trees talked a lot about the, your coaching tree. Just how proud have you been with the program that he's been able to build with McDermott? Yeah, he's done a great job, um, phenomenal job, and it's a that's a unique place to coach, um, I, in that it's a smaller town and and they're very passionate and you know I think they respect uh, the game up there and understand the game and they I think they really appreciate what Sean's brought to them. And you, know, you guys have been really good at coming back in big deficits like the other night since Pat's been here. Is it just a case of you guys are a high-scoring team no matter what the situation is, or is there something else you can put your finger on why you guys have been so good with your backs to the wall? Like yeah, listen, I, I think it starts with Pat. It, it, uh, there, there's no panic if, if, you, you know, if you get behind. You don't want to be behind, but if you're there, you, you know, he doesn't, he, he's not panicking, uh, which would send a message to the, the other guys, really the rest of the team, that you're in trouble. I mean, but the guys always feel like they, they're, they're in it uh, with the way he handles himself. And then I tell you, um, I think the coaches are do a nice job. They, they make adjustments and uh, that are beneficial to helping you get kind of redirected. Patrick has shown trust in, in Travis and Juju here early. How important was it to see the, the production supplemental behind in MBS? <clears throat> Yeah, no, that that's a positive. I, they're they're growing in this offense, and um, I think they'll continue to because they're hard worker. I think they'll continue to uh, that that growth will continue. So we'll be able to see that. Coach, we get Darius Harris here this afternoon. How impressed are you over his body of work over the last three weeks? Yeah, great kid, first of all, and smart and. Uh, very hard worker. So he gives you, even when he's on the scout team part of it, he gives you 110% on the scout team. Phenomenal look. And so you just kind of figure that, listen, he gets in there, he's going to do fine. Um, and he's been able to digest the the defense and um, and stay on top of that. And so everybody around him has confidence that he jumps in and here we go. It's not, uh, we don't feel like you're, you're losing, you know, taking steps backwards. Coach, you've seen uh, the Bills a few times over the last few years. What are your your observations, I guess, of Josh Allen and how he's kind of matured throughout this offense and bringing everything together? Yeah, I think he's done a great job. He's another one. He's a good kid, and <clears throat> I think he's he's playing well. Um, <clears throat> you heard all the stories of when he was coming out about this and that, and, and you're always pulling for those guys that even do better. Uh, than what was expected. So he uh, um, he's a good football player, tough kid, good football player, um, in a good system too. He he's got he's been blessed to have good coaches, which also which also helps. And they must have some sort of that kind of same spirit you guys have because they've had a couple behind win at Baltimore and things like that. You see some of the same things from him leadership wise that you see from 
Patrick more up close? Yeah, so I, I'm not in the room with him. I'm in the room with Pat every, you know, every day. I see him every day, and so, you know, that's a, it's different that way. But I, I think he's done a nice job, and he, you can tell by his teammates that they trust him, and um, and that's probably the, the indicator we get from the outside without being there. Coach, we look at an official status on on Trent. Is the expectation for him to do a full load, or is it like an ease in and wait and see? Yeah, we'll see. He's been, you know, he's been rehabbing. And we'll just see how he does. I mean, he's been going full speed in his rehab. So, uh, but we'll just, you know, we'll see how he does working back in. And Co- Patrick, couple more guys. Patrick mentioned just having a conversation with the offensive lineman on the field during the game. Just as a coach, can you sort of elaborate on just how much that does resonate, how much that does factor into a game? Yeah, no, it's important. And the linemen appreciate that. Um, not that they don't know if things aren't going right, but the, um, that he's right there with you. Um, and fighting his tail off. I mean, you appreciate that as a lineman. And uh, you can handle it. If, if that guy handles himself the right way, we always talk about if his closet's clean, then he can, you know, he can do that. He can, you know, put the hammer down a little bit on guys and they respond. So, and that's, they all know he works hard, he's competitive, he's smart. And um, so they respect it when, you know, if he needs to give him a little juice. Coach, you to count on Joshua Williams for a pretty big snap there at the end of the game. What's that say about him if you come in cold like that and make a big play and uh, your depth overall at corner? Yeah, so I always go back to Veach and the job that he and his guys do. Um, you know, this kid went to a smaller school. Um, he's very intelligent and he's big, but he hadn't played, obviously, at this level. But he jumped right into training camp and the OTAs and all and, and worked. And so... You pull again for that for that kid and doing what he's doing. I think special teams has also helped him. Um, we, we talk about the speed of the game. Special teams helps you with that for defensive players. Uh, space awareness it helps you with that. So he's really done a nice job growing on on the special teams. And then he stepped in and had you know arguably the biggest play of the game right there. So. Anything else? All right. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Patrick, just on, uh, we were talking a little bit about Travis the other day, but mm-hmm. when, when you think about what makes him who he is, what, what stands out to you the most? Yeah, it's the type of guy he is. Um, obviously, he's talented. I mean, to be that big and be able to run routes like that and be that, have that speed, I mean, he could have had a, a ton of success really anywhere, but uh, the, I think the way he's, the type of guy he is, the type of guy, how he works and how he, he's just a teammate, a great teammate, I think that's why it's, he's kind of taking it to the next level is because, uh, I mean, everybody on that field, they, they enjoy watching him succeed because of the type of guy he is every day. And one of the, just, there was a time in his career when I mean, he starts making the move for the goalpost that he might have thought he was going to go ahead and mm-hmm. do that and maybe get a penalty. Did you have any concern he was going to actually do it or you know him well enough now to know he'll feel it in? I mean, you never know when he gets in the end zone what's going to happen. So, like like a lot of these guys, so I, I just kind of let them do their thing. Uh, a lot, they try to, they won't, they won't hurt the team. Uh, they might hurt their own pockets, but um, I think he's he's learned from uh, a couple of uh, those little fines that he doesn't want to do that too much. You, this past summer, you and Josh got to further develop your relationship off the field with the, the golfing and everything mm-hmm. like that. Just what do you make of the rivalry as it stands right now between you guys going out? And, and, and I know you don't go mm-hmm. against the quarterback, but just the quarterback. Yeah, I mean. When you when you go up against uh, the other great quarterbacks in the league, you always want to win. You always want to compete. Um, Josh is a great guy. I mean, he's a great quarterback. Uh, physically talented, can throw, can run, can really do it all. 
Um, but he's a, he's a great dude too. And so uh, obviously when we're on the football field, we were competing against each other and we want to, we want to beat, beat each other's teams. Um, but I have a ton of respect for him and the player and person that he is. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think back to that game in January? Yeah, I mean, I think to me it was just, it was battling through adversity. I was finding a way to win no matter what it took. I mean, that's a great football team, still a great football team. And uh, we know it's going to come down to the wire every single time we play them. Um, and so to, to see the guys respond, even when it kind of looked like it was all over, um, it, it, that's something that you'll always have. Uh, you, get an old, uh, you have a good record when you, your team is when the Chiefs have fallen behind early in games by a bunch of points, like the other night. What changes for you in those situations? Yeah, I mean, you have to have urgency. You, know, you try to have urgency from the beginning of the game, but, I mean, it even gets uh, upped whenever you're, you're down like that. You know you have to kind of put points on the board. You have to kind of press the issue. Um, and um, I, I think our team responds well to that. Um, that's something that I, I've done, uh, done in my career so far. And, I mean, I played in the Big 12, and you always seem like you had to score points. So it's uh, something I've done in my entire career. Now, what, what is roughing the passer in this day and age? Yeah, I mean it's it's something where they're they're trying to protect protect the quarterbacks. I mean they they they're trying to find the right medium of protecting those guys, protecting us, um, at, but at the same time letting us letting everybody play football. Um, and obviously this last week was in a, a small window, a, a bad week as far as roughing the passer penalties. Um, but if you look at the whole grand scheme of things, I think it's they've done a pretty good job at it, and I'm sure they'll learn from this and 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 continue on the rest of the season and get even better at it. Chris Jones says that's something that might should be reviewed. How much do you agree with that? Uh, it's it's a fine line. I mean, we saw the pass interferences and reviewing those. Um, sometimes when you slow the camera down to super slow-mo, everything kind of looks like it's either going to be rough in the passer or pass interference because there's always contact when you're playing football. Um, and so they, I'm sure they, they'll look into that and see if that's the right decision. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to just play by the rules that are that are out there. And obviously it hurt us this last week. Um, and that's one spot, but I think the guys responded well, and we found a way to win the game. One of the differences from last year is Von Miller. From your film study right now, how has he sort of changed the game for them a little bit? Yeah, I mean, Von's a special player. He's a Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, he's, he's won two Super Bowls because of his leadership and obviously his play. Um, and, and it's someone that uh, you have to know where he's at on every single play. And uh, he's a Texas guy, man. Those Texas guys know how to play football. <laughs> Patrick, you mentioned talking to the offensive line during that game. Is that something that's strategic for you? Like, do you pick moments to do that, or is it kind of what, what comes to mind? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. you got to get the flow of the game. Um, I think the best thing about our offensive line is they're competitive. There are some guys that want to compete and want to get out there. So a lot of times I don't have to talk to them. They, they know. They know when, when they want to be playing better football. Um, but I think at that time it was – Talking to them, talking to myself, talking to the whole team, and letting everybody hear it is is you go out there and you, we got to compete. And I think I think there was a little a snippet of Trav talking. You heard them. They they were bringing more energy. They were bringing it to us. Um, and I think uh, just having that urgency throughout the entire offense, I think that's what picked up our play as the game went on. I, I don't know what sequence this was in, but there, there, I didn't see it till after the game. But there was a moment with you and Max where it looked like kind of brought the helmet to you. Did, I don't I don't know what impact that had on you. And did, were you looking for a penalty there? After he does something like that, given what happened with Chris Jones, no, I, I, no, I wasn't looking for a penalty. I, I kind of walked up to him, so it's probably my own <laughs> fault. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a competitor. Max is a player, and I have a ton of respect for his game. But uh, I was a little fired up, and he was fired up, and 
Uh, luckily, we won the game, so I got that the end. Uh, but we'll play him again later in the season. I know he'll be bringing it that one too. Was that part of what you were referring to about creating your own energy at some point? Yeah, you, I mean, you have to at, at sometimes. I mean, they were bringing the fight to us, and they were getting after us. And so uh, I thought the guys responded, and, and that, that included me. It was like, we got to bring some energy and show them that we're not going to back down. To that point, I know you don't care much about point spreads, but this is the first time you're going to be an underdog at home. Is that one of those things you use as some motivation? I mean, it, it kind of is what it is. Uh, our job is to go out there and find a way to win a football game, and uh, it's a tough place to play at Arrowhead, and, and they've, they've won here before, but we've also handled business uh, before, so it's going to be up to us to go out there and, and handle business when it comes on Sunday. Patrick, from, from your perspective, being with them throughout the week, I just wonder what has McCole done for you guys just playing through this injury? Yeah, I mean, he's tough, man. Um, obviously, it's not something that you want to deal with, especially early in the season. It's got to kind of hurt not only physically but mentally because you, you wanted to go out and have a big year. Um, but uh, he's battled through the injury. Um, he, he's seen it. He, kinda, his reps have had to decrease because of the injury, and he can't be out there all the time. But when he's out there, he's battling, and he's trying to do whatever he can to get himself open and make plays happen, and I think y'all can see it. I mean, it's not something comfortable to play with, but uh, that's a competitor that he is. He's going to go out there and try to do whatever he can to help the team win. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Yeah, uh, you know, man, I mean, think, I think Pat does an amazing job, uh, obviously, doing his job as a quarterback, man, whether that be motivating, uh, whether that be making the correct throws, uh, putting offense in the best position. I think, you know, he's one of the best in the world at what he does. Um, and, and during the second quarter, you know, as an offense, we just kind of understood what we needed to do to, I guess, go out and win that game. And, uh, you know, the message was simple, man, just do your job. It seems like Andy pressed you guys a little bit going into the Bucks game. I know that Jack had some of the comments, and then Patrick kind of said something, and, you know, not trying to ask you a tough question here, but uh-huh. is there any rhyme or reason to maybe why it's the all line is starting slow a little bit and sort of needs to be kick-started at certain, at certain points? Um, man, I, yeah, I really don't have an answer for you on that one. Uh, you know, I think... Uh, sometimes, man, football is football, you know what I mean? And it's not necessarily always easy. Um, you know, the, the flow of a game is different in every game. Obviously, the opponents you play are different. Uh, game plans are different as well. And I don't want to say there's anything necessarily to point the finger at, but besides the fact that we got to come out how we finished in that second half. Well, Ron Miller's the kind of guy that can move between the left and the right side of the defensive line. Uh, a little older, maybe a little wiser now. But what are some of the things that you pop that tape on of him? How much has changed from over the years to what he's doing now? I mean, not much, man. I mean, I think he's still having a ton of production, a lot of success. Uh, He's done a really good job. I mean, it seems like on every team that he's played on, 
but I mean, he's playing at a, at a very high level, an all-pro, Pro Bowl level, man, as a rush-in. And uh, he's still one of the best and has been one of the best, man. As far as any drop-off, you can't really say that. You know what I mean? He's been able to manipulate his game and, uh, in my opinion, just get better over the years. How impressive was it that Nick Allegretti was able to come in and, and kind of give you that spot start there? I mean, as you played. Yeah, man, very impressive, man. You know, obviously, it's, it's always tough coming in in the middle of a season being in those type of positions uh, when you haven't played in every single game up until that point. And I think he got a few snaps here and there, but uh, coming in, man, and being able to do what he did for 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 a full game is is really difficult, man. I'm really proud of him. Travis also mentioned after the game your leadership. I'm wondering, was there something that you also said to the group at some point during that game? Yeah, um, man, I don't I don't really want to my own horn or anything like that, but you know, I feel like I'm somebody that you know I'm very vocal on obviously getting the job done, and and I think most importantly it starts with myself as a leader, making sure that I'm doing my job, uh, making the correct blocks. Making, making sure I'm taking the right proper footwork, uh, blocking DMs, keeping Patrick clean, all those different things, man. Um, but as far as what I said, you know, I feel like I'm very vocal. A lot of the time is just emotion, so I can't really pinpoint anything. Orlando Coach Reed was talking about the defense for the Bills and saying that they're stacked at every position. So when you just, right off the top, when you look at the Bills defense, what is the biggest threat that you see? Um, man, I think they got an incredible defensive line, um, and, and those two linebackers are really good as well. That's no short to uh, Poirier or any of those DBs, but um, I think they have a really good front four, and uh, those two linebackers that they play with are really, really good at what they do. Seems like Jarek's 30-yard run really got you guys going offensively on yep. Monday. You had a big block on that one. Yeah. How important was that for you guys as a group just to get going offensively? Yeah, man, very important. Uh, as you said, man, I think it you know it helped spark a little bit of momentum, and um, <laughs> Jet, I mean, he just kind of, I felt him behind me, pushing me, and I just see two defenders there. I just chose one, uh, having to put him on his ass. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's just that's just part, like I said, man, that's just part of the game and part of the flow of a game uh, as far as football. And, uh, man, a ton of credit to Jet on that one, making all those guys miss and getting those extra yards. Yeah, Jet was complimented after his game for being a, being a veteran, having the vision and the patience. How, how nice is it when you have a patient back there that kind of lets you set him up and spring him like that? Yeah, man, it's always great uh, playing. All of our backs here uh, do an amazing job, in my opinion, with that, helping set up those blocks, put those defenders on you. Um, you know, it always helps your job as an offensive lineman when you have a patient back like that. Offensive line is just such an emotional position that you got to be up for every game, but it's it's almost impossible to be up for 17 straight regular season games, and yet you guys get everybody's toughest shot yep. week in and week out. How how do you balance that, especially you know in a game when sometimes you feel like maybe you are being out and yep. a little bit, not punched? Yeah, man, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think that Coach Hag does an amazing job uh, with us week to week, uh, making sure that we understand uh, our mission and what, what we need to do to get the job done to be able to go out here and win against these teams and also uh, with a similar mindset to dominate. Now, I know it doesn't always have that type of outcome, but uh, Coach Hag does an amazing job, man, lining us up, uh, making sure that we know what our responsibilities are as individuals, as a whole, as a unit. And, uh, man, I give a ton of credit to him and, and the way that he prepares us week to week. Not to harp on the other yeah. thing, but um, you don't remember the particulars of what you did say. Obviously, there was something going on that prompted you to be vocal in yep. that moment. What, what did yeah, uh, you know, man, just poor execution. Uh, you know, my play where I got beat clean uh, by 5-5, five, five, uh, Pat gets out of a sack, um, you know, a few other uh, negated plays here and there. And just the understanding of the circumstances at hand, man, just, you know, like I said, it's just a lot of emotion in those situations. And, 
you know, we, we put a lot on ourselves as individuals out there as football players and, uh, you know, especially me, myself specifically. And so I just think it was just a motion of the situation and the circumstances of that game. And then, like, when Patrick says something after that play, you're talking mm -hmm. about, like, I mm -hmm. guess as a player, you could take that multiple ways, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you, you could own up to it or oh, yeah. be offended by something like that. What prompts you guys as a group to, you know, take it the other way? Yeah, uh, I think it's just the realness, man, of, of, like, who we are as individuals in that room, um, understanding the expectation for ourselves. You know, I think as individuals, we're our biggest self-critics. And, you know, we all want to be the best offensive linemen out there and the best players on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, guys. Aaron, when you, when you look at this Bills offense, what, what are some of the things that jump out to you as, as a linebacker that you have to be aware of? Um, the pass game, for sure. Um, they have athletes um, at the quarterback position, receivers, running back. Um, overall, um, the uh, uh, running game and passing game, you know, they have a, um, a very good team. So, I mean, just making sure we're on top of our things. And, and Josh Allen is the kind of guy that can also hurt you with his legs. How important is it for you guys now to, to, to stay disciplined so you don't overextend on a certain play against him when, he's, when, he, when he can run like that? Uh, yes, yeah, so we just have to be um, defining our assignment and, you know, in our, in our pass rush lanes, uh, just making sure that everybody's on point, everybody's where they're supposed to be, and just uh, try to bottle him in because if we're undisciplined, then he can, he can break it out of the gate and hurt us big time. Um, I feel good. Um, even before I got the um, chance to start, I prepared myself and kind of went about it as if I was a starter. So when the opportunity came, it was just time for me to actually showcase it to others who not in the building, who's not around. But I mean, so far, um, everything's been good. I, I'm feeling confident. The guys around me, um, been been giving me that confident boost and just um we just been making plays all together and with the guys around it makes it easier for me. Last few years you've kind of been that Swiss Army knife for this guy, for this team at linebacker. You can play Mike, play outside, you can move around. How do you prepare yourself for being able to play multiple roles, knowing that you might change from week to week or even play to play? Um, yes, you gotta. Um, you can't just be, you know, still at one thing. Obviously, to be on the, to get on the field, you gotta be ready at, at, you know, for me, any position. That way, I'm able to be the next man up and be able to give me some playing time. Um, whether it's at the mic, Sam Will, you know, just being versatile. You know, that's I feel like that's a good trait and being able to understand the assignment and um, execution of each position in order to get on the field and make plays. You come a long way since that, that first season that you had to spend, you know, watch on the non-football list. What was that year like for you? What did you learn that during that season? Um, yes, I definitely learned a lot just um, just to how to be a pro, how to go about the game, and, and definitely the big uh, thing I took from that first year was uh, the mental aspect of it, um, just kind of learning plays, learning how we how we run plays, how we call things, kind of seeing things from the um, defensive coordinator standpoint, and just understanding what to look for when I'm watching film, how to evaluate players, how to evaluate tape, and things of that sort. So I definitely, um, it kind of helped me grow mentally and, and on the football um, aspect of it since I wasn't able to do as much physical. How much did you, during the offseason, did you Think back to that last time y'all played the Bills in the playoffs, the 13-second game. Did you ever catch yourself marveling at how the Chiefs were able to come back and win that game? Oh, yes. That was um, definitely a, a big win for us. You know, um, we got the win, and, that's, and you know, that's that's what we wanted. But, you know, I know those guys think about that. I know they're coming for revenge. They're, they're a good team. They're hot, you know, good players on both sides of the ball. So, I mean, just this year, um, come this week weekend, we just got to make sure that we're on top of them and try to get the same um, result as last year. For you personally, did you ever find yourself like in amazement at that? You were able to pull that game off. Oh yes, most definitely. Just as a um, uh, a part of the team and as a fan of the game, just watching that, you know, from the sidelines, from a close view. I mean, it was definitely um, 
some good football and, and just a play that will go on probably for the rest of the time just in that short amount of time and be able to drive down the field and get a, a score that you know set us up to help us win that game. You think about how hard you work to get this opportunity. Not only do you have the opportunity now, made a huge play in the game against the Raiders with that sack. How satisfying is that? Oh yeah, it's definitely good because I know the work that I put into it. Um, the previous couple of years that I've been here and just going from all the way to off season, my um off season training, my off season preparation, um, just going into camp, going into the season, just staying ready and staying locked in as if as if I'm a starter. So when the time comes, I can just excel and and just be natural at it. Did you do anything different this off season than you did in the past few years? I think I just um, took my mental game up some more and just knew what I needed to work on and knew that this was going to be the year that I needed to get on the field and um and I knew with how things worked out, it was going to be a big chance for me to um, kind of make that chance to get on the field. So, I mean, honestly, just just taking that next step as a player mentally and physically. Anyone else? Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.